Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Nicole Arcady, your mental wellness expert. I am excited for this new year, the change of the title of my podcast show. It was called Mental Wellness Mondays. It is now called Mental Wellness for You because mental wellness is something we need to practice every single day. And I didn't want to be hemmed in and locked into just only one specific day talking about mental wellness. Now, I still do like my mental wellness Mondays because I just like to start the week off well. But this mental wellness for you is really focusing on you moms, making sure that we are addressing all the things we have to do. I am Dr. Nicole or Katie. I come with over 20 years of experience in the field of social and behavioral sciences. I am an educator at heart as I am an assistant professor at my local university here. I am a licensed clinical social worker. So that means I'm a practitioner who also practices within the field of mental health. So not only do I look at theoretical ways of issues, but I look at ways to apply and address the issues that I have found and seen in my community. And so my focus area of research has been on mental wellness, addressing mental health needs for my moms to ensure that they are accessing and utilizing strategies to assist them to have mental wellness. And I look at the positive and the negative effects of, um, our responses that we have with our practitioners. So this podcast show is really going to give you information, motivational, inspiring. I have different types of guests that I will be interviewing throughout this season and this this podcast show, all centered around providing some information and resources to you moms so that you don't feel alone. And you can find different ways to ensure that you are adequately addressing your mental health needs and utilizing your internal resources to ensure that you are healthy and whole mind, body, and spirit because all three of those need to be in sync and balancing in order for us to do well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to this podcast show mental wellness for you because it's all about you moms. I am here to address your needs. This is Dr. Nicole Arcady, your mental wellness expert. And guess what? Stay tuned. Buckle up because it's going to be a great ride. Hello, everyone. I'm back. We are back to another episode. This is Dr. Cole L.R. Katie, your host for this show, right? For you, mental wellness. And so we talk about topics for those of you, if this is your first time stopping by, all of our topics are focused, centered on mental wellness, helping my moms so that we can be better, not only for others, but for ourselves and talking about those subject matters that we find difficulties with finding things that uh, talking about those areas that may be a little bit taboo, right? Or we don't want to admit to some things that we may be struggling in, but nonetheless, it is some things that we have to discuss and talk about so that we can make sure we are living our best lives, what that looks like for us. And so today's topic is do what works for you. You may be thinking, well, Dr. Nicole, uh, that sounds a little easier said than done. And, and, and what do you mean by do what works for you? Well, I, I have to say, I can't take credit for just this topic. And I was doing an interview with one of my past guests, uh, Jennifer Oglesby, 
And one of the tips that she gave when she was talking about how she was able to manage her life being the mom of five, you know, being a wife and also a business owner and CEO, one of the things she says was she does what works for her. So that meant, and what she talked about is she's not what you consider your traditional mom. She doesn't do things the way that you say you should do things, right? So she learned that what's so important was to do what was for her. And I thought, you know what? That's a great advice, great tip and great advice. And I got a lot of you asking me, can you tell me more about what that looks like? What do you mean when you say do what works for you? Because I have all of these obligations, all these things that are just demanding all my time and attention. I don't know if I'm able to do with what works for me and how do I learn and know if something does work for me, right? So, I mean, that's, and, and that's why I wanted to come on and do this episode because I heard you. I listened to what many of you are saying and asking and requesting of me. And so if you do have topics or certain questions you may have, go ahead and send me questions. I always answer them on the podcast, ever show your whatever platform you may be listening to, you can leave a question there. Or if you're watching me live on the YouTube channel, writing in the notes, right? I oftentimes go through and will review things. Or maybe you just want to email me, right? Cole at Dr. Cole Katie or go on my website and I will address those areas that you're talking about. So that's what I'm doing right now. Doing what works for you is going to look different from everyone. I, I'm, I'm going to talk more about what that means. And so that means what works for me, whatever the plan, the system I have in place may not work for someone else. And the only way you're going to find out what works for you is by trial and error is by actually taking the time to do some things and you have to change up, you know, you may have to adjust Well, you are going to have to adjust until you get the thing that works the best for you, the system that's going to work best for you. And I will say this, when you get a system that works best for you as your life changes, your system is also going to need to adjust and change and adapt with it. So what I mean by that is, when I was going to my, getting my master's program, I was getting my master's in my master's program. Best for me because I had internship, I was working full time, right? I had two small kids. So what worked best for me at that time was to take to, you know, do part-time program because my family, I couldn't do full time. I wanted to, but that just wasn't hard. I was able to not work right while I was going to get my master's program getting my master's, I keep saying master's program. It was a master's program, getting master's, sorry about that. But what worked best for me was I did my schoolwork at night. I did it in the evening time. So I had nighttime classes and I would just spend, sometimes I would stay on campus for another 30 minutes to an hour and just kind of review what worked best for me or what I needed to do. Um, I did a lot of my stuff on the weekends, right? That was actually, you know what? I'm gonna take that back. During my master's program, because I went to classes in the evening hours, I did most of my work I had to get done in my classwork on the weekends. It was my doctorate program later, and I'll talk about that, how I had to shift and pivot. So during my master's program, I actually did my work on the weekends because I went to class on uh, Monday nights and Wednesday evenings. And so what worked best for me at the time was to do it on the weekends. And my husband really worked, and I was very fortunate to have my husband that worked well with me. So when I had to have my internship, I would have to drive down and meet my husband because we lived in Ontario at the time. And my husband and I was going to school in Long Beach and my husband was in Anaheim at the time. So I would actually drive to Anaheim 
switch cars. We would swap cars. I would take his car. He would take mine with the two kids and head home. And then I would just keep going down the, the freeway to head into school. So for me, what worked for me at that time was meeting my husband at his job so that we can transfer kids, right? Transfer cars and trade off. He would go home with the kids and then I would go into school. Well, that changed when I went, um, life changed, right? I had another kid in between that. I had different types of, you know, opportunities, experiences, jobs. So when I went back to my doctorate program, the system that I had in place for my master's did not work for me in my doctor's program. It just did not. My kids were a little older, so that was very helpful, right? So I had them in, let's see, they were in middle school and I had, I want to say maybe a, a high schooler at that time. They were a little older when I went back my my doctorate degree. And so I had to pivot and change. And so the system that worked best for me was, no, they were in middle school and then elementary. Yeah, they weren't in high school yet. While I was in the program, they did end up going to high school. But what worked for me was I had to do my my um, homework in the evening hours. So after the kids were already fed, put to bed, right, and the house was quiet and wound down, that's when I did my schoolwork. I did my studying, writing any papers or whatever I had to do between the hours of 9 p.m. to usually about 12 o'clock, sometimes it's one o'clock a.m. So that's what worked for me was my evening hours were spent dedicated to my schoolwork because that was the time that I had where it was quiet. I had less disruptions. I didn't have to worry about my kids or anything else. And that's what worked for me, having those hours to do in the evening. So I did what worked best for me in that moment and I had to pivot. When I was getting my master's, that wasn't the, the schedule that I had, right? I had a different schedule. When I got my doctor, that worked for me. And so my weekends were free. Remember I said during my master's, I did my schoolwork on the weekends. Well, while I was getting my doctorate, I did my schoolwork during the weekday. And so my weekends were less specifically free so that I could see the kids and have family time and do those things that we found to be best. So you're going to have to determine what kind of system works best for you, right? You may say, well, Dr. Nicole, I'm a single parent. I don't have the, you know, the, the beauty, right? Or um, of having another person to help me. And, and that definitely is challenging when you are a single parent, but you got to figure out what works best for you. What kind of system is going to work best for you to where you're not running yourself ragged. You're not running yourself into the ground, but you're having a system that's set up in place that's going to be effective for you. And in that system, you're going to have to make sure you take some time for yourself. So let me go back and say, while I was getting my doctorate, while I was getting my master's program, I learned in my master's program, the importance of self-care. I learned the importance of making sure that I was taking care of my needs, taking time out, taking my moment to breathe, taking my moment to relax, taking the time to really just unwind and recenter so that I could be a better me and the best wife, the best mom, best student, right? Best Nicole that Nicole be for herself. When I got my doctorate degree, I still employed those same things. So I talk about these things to my moms, not things I just, you know, pulled out the side, not things that I told you guys about or talk to you about and give you advice and suggestions and don't use myself. I utilize the same techniques, interventions that I talk about, that I teach about, that I, you know, look at, um, research the best things to do because they have been effective. They've been proven and they definitely will help you with being able to stay balanced. So do what works best for you. If what works best for you is, you know, completely turning off your phone at nine o'clock so that you can rest or so you can do some schoolwork if you're doing that, then that's good. If what works best for you means 
you know what? My kids only participate in sports on these types of days because I make sure I have mental time, take that break, and I just can't get to everything. Then that's best for you. When I say do what works for you, if that means that, you know what? I only go grocery shopping once a week or once every other week, and I only go at a certain time because that's where I have the most break between my schedule, then do that. You're going to have to find out what works best for you. It's such a broad term when I do what works best for you in different aspects of your life. When If you're dating, right, do what, what's best for you. Don't do what's best for someone else or the person that you're dating. Do what's best for you. And when I, what I mean by that is if you're dating and you know that there's a certain day that works best for you, that you have you know, a little more freedom, a little more time on your hands to actually spend with someone else, then pick a day and that's the day you stick with, right? You can negotiate and talk to someone. However, if the other person's like, well, no, I like these days and that days, you're best for you because it continuously do something that works for everyone else, but it doesn't work for you. Eventually, you're going to get burned out. Eventually, you're going to be, you know, just overwhelmed, stressed. You could be depressed, right? anxious, all these negative symptoms that can arise because you are trying to do what's best for someone else or what's best for everyone else and not doing what works for you. And when I say do what works for you is being kind to yourself, recognizing you are human, you're going to have limitations. We are not meant to be on the go, 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 go all the time without stopping to recharge, to take time that we need to center to refocus right to get rejuvenated so that we can engage in life because life is meant for us to engage and to enjoy to be a part of not to be bystanders right watching life pass by but to be active participants and you have to look at what is it going to take for you to be able to handle the daily stressors that life is going to bring you right without you becoming so overwhelmed that you're not able to function and that being said do what works for you, right? Someone must do what works for you, boo. It's recognizing, hey, I can't try to be like, say the Jones or I can't try to be like the Kardashians or whoever you want to put them in there, right? You have to do what works for you. And you're the only person going to be able to decide what that is. And guess what? You're the only person that gets to decide what that is and what that looks like. Do what works for you. Just because you see one of your girlfriends that bakes all of her meals, hands, scratch, you know, from scratch, and she, you know, gets up at 5 a.m. every morning, take sure she can make breakfast that's big and, you know, filling for the kids. And you're like, well, dang, I can do that. First of all, I'm not a morning person. Second of all, that's just a lot of work to be doing. Third of all, I just don't feel like doing it. It's okay. Do what works for you. So maybe what works for you is making sure kids have food, right? Making sure that, hey, you know what? During the weekdays, we're going to have some waffles. You're going to have some cereal, some Eggos, right? Some different things, some items that they can warm up in the microwave, put in a toaster, right? Or get a bowl of milk with cereals to put in there and eat quickly before they go to school. Do what works for you. Maybe you're like, you know what? What works for me is when I get my kids running weeks off and I can get them something to eat real quickly before they go to school. Maybe that works for you. Do what works for you. And only you can determine what that is, how that looks, what kind of system you want to employ to ensure that you're doing what works for you. Do not allow other people to tell you what should. Um, for those of you who can't see 
me on the podcast, I'm going to describe what I'm saying with the air quotes, the quotation marks. Don't allow other people to tell you what should be doing, what should work for you, how you should be able to X, Y, Z on. No one can tell you what works for you, but you. Now they can make some suggestions. They can give you some advice. However, at the end of the day, you get to determine what's best for you and what is going to work best for you because you know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you're going to have to take some time to develop self-awareness so that you can find out what things impact you, what things overwhelm you, what things make you happy, right? What things may create more joy in you, what things may just be a drag on you, right? That's a part of that self-awareness, developing how things affect us, how things make us and when we're interacting with other things, impact that we have. And so you may need to take some time developing that. And an easy way to develop some self-awareness is I like to do the, when I'm teaching a class, when I, you know, I'm working with clients. And one of the things that I do is I often practice and help them practice to learn how to be in the present moment, right? How to be mindfully present, aware of what's going on in your body. And so what you do, I'm going to do it now because I don't want to fall asleep. But what you would do is you simply would close your eyes. I get in a position that's comfortable for you in a chair or whatnot. You would close your eyes. You would breathe in slowly through your nose, right? And exhale slowly out through your mouth. You want to do that a couple of times. And as you're sitting there just breathing, you just notice how you're feeling. Notice the, the feelings in your body, the sensation. Notice the sounds that are around you, right? Notice whatever you're sitting in. Notice if it's hard, if it's soft, right? Notice the temperature in the room. You're seeing that moment, right? Just being present to how you're feeling. That's a quick way to start practicing, becoming aware of staying in the moment and noticing how you're feeling about something. And another way of self-awareness is the next time, you know, something uh, a impacts you or makes you where you have an emotion, an intense emotion, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, I want you to pause and say, okay, how am I feeling right now? How did that make me feel? What just happened right now? So I want you to pay attention to that, write it down so you can start becoming aware of how things impact you, how you feel about things. And once you're able to do that, then you're more likely to be able to do work for you because you're not going to be able to do what works best for you if you don't know yourself, right? If you don't have the self-awareness of how things affect you, how you feel, how you operate within things. And so that's just a quick way, some tip I gave you on what you can do to get to that place. Some of you may be going, well, okay, Dr. Nicole, that's kind of quick. Well, that's what this podcast show is for. I want to give you information that you can use so that you're not sitting here for like two hours before you get some tips and some tools that's going to help you with your mental wellness because we want to be well and whole. And remember, mental wellness is being mentally healthy and whole. That means that when you go through the streets of life, they're not going to affect you in a way where you're not able to function. You're going to be able to bounce back. You're going to be able to address that stress, right? The challenges and difficulties that life are going to present with you. And so those are just some, that's a quick way of being able to address those things. Now, let me give my, my tea real quick. Now, a part of that is if you're looking for something that's a little bit more and you're like, you know, I really need someone to sit down with, talk to, you know, to be able to find these things out, right? If you're, if you're suffering and, and having some mental health stress, right, definitely seek the health of a licensed clinical practitioner, right, that can help you work through that. They're just wanting something that, you know, I just need a little bit more assistance on you know, 
maybe finding out some more self awareness. What does that mean? Understanding more of you know, how do I assert myself? How do I be? How do I do these things? I'm gonna invite you to go ahead and go onto my website, which is www drnicolark.com, click on that link that says A Wellness Academy. And there, there are some quick interactive online courses that are designed specifically for you and mine, for those people who are just, you know what, I want some information. I want them that's gonna be interactive and helping me walk through it step-by-step, step, but I don't have like days to sit here, right? Well, click on that link. It's definitely gonna be something to be able to find helpful. So I just wanted to talk to you about this topic that is so very important, which is doing what works for you. Do not compare yourself to everyone else. As I often say, when you compare yourself to others, it then makes you feel less than, right? Comparison is the robber and thief of joy. I'm going to say it again for those in the back room that didn't hear it. Comparison is the robber and thief joy because when we are comparing ourselves we're always often saying that we are lacking or we are missing something and we are often being harsh on ourselves not being kind we're being self-critical and not being able to move forward and do things that you know god has called us to do whatever that may look like for you whatever the be in your aspect and my role is to share and spread the message of mental wellness and that's why i do this podcast that's why i go out into the community and i do workshops and trainings that is why i teach right and just helping to make sure i can be an assistance or be an ambassador right of spreading the message of mental wellness well i hope you were able to gain some inspiration feel a little bit more motivated right to say you know what Dr. Nicole said something today and it really touched me. You know what? I'm going to do what works best for me. And guess what? If what works best for you is taking a nap, take your nap. I love naps. I often say naps are delicious. How can they be delicious? Take one and see. You'll see exactly what I mean. I love is nothing like taking a nap during the day. Oh my goodness. With your nice little blanket and the fan going on you and you just take your nap to rejuvenate and recharge your body right? Do what works best for you. If that means, and I want to encourage this, make sure you take your mini breaks. For those of you who are working and you work through your lunches, please stop, stop, stop. Do not do that. You need to make sure you're taking your breaks because that is what it's for. First of all, is you know, it's illegal for you not to take breaks if you're working eight hours. Let me just say that. Or it may be, it may be as little as six hours, right, a day. But you need to take that time to take that break, right? Get away from your desk. Don't eat at your desk. Go outside, get some fresh or walk inside the building. Whatever you do, even if you got to move from your desk just to simply stretch, right? To get your muscle moving, get the body, the blood flowing through your body. Because that's going to help you be more focused. That's going to help you feel better. That's going to help your mood, believe it or not. It definitely does help and it impacts your mood when you are able to just move around. Like get your body just loose and stretched and got that blood flow going, right? So I just want to encourage each and every one of you. Find th That's my challenge for you. I want you to think about this week. Okay. What does it look like if I'm doing what works for me? What does that mean to me? And what do, what do I need to do now to shift, to change, to dress, to make sure I'm doing what works for me? So if, if I find that I'm not doing what works for me, meaning maybe, you know, I'm volunteering all these hours that don't work best for me as I'm doing it. Maybe I am, you know, doing more um, at my kid's school than I have the time 
I can get an hour, but I can't get five hours a week, right? Maybe if it's something more of you sign up for all of you, all these different projects that work and you realize, wait a minute, that don't work best for me because I'm finding myself exhausted, not able to keep my eyes open, not able to concentrate. Whatever that is, I want you to step back and say, am I doing what, work, what, what works for me? Ask yourself that. Are you doing what works for you? Or are you doing what works best for someone else? Ooh, I'm gonna let you with that for a minute. Are you doing what works best for you? Or are you doing what works best for someone else? I'm hoping you say you're doing what works best for you. If you're not and you fall on the ladder, please pause, take that time to see what do I need to do differently to ensure that I'm taking care of me and I'm doing what works best for me. This is it, everyone. This is Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert. You have another episode of For You Mental Wellness because it's all about you. It's all about your mental wellness. It's all about you being able to address and take on the stresses of life. So why is it very important for me to talk about and for you to know about mental wellness? Well, I'm going to tell you in a second. And that is because you matter too. I want you all to have a fantabulous day. Enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy the rest of the month, right? Enjoy the, the new month that will be coming up. And just know that you are so very important and that your mental wellness is not to be taken for granted and is not to be swift. That's all for now, everyone. Have a lovely day.